If you're ever in doubt about pulling it out, you better wrap up your thing before you buy that ring. Wanna know different ways to masturbate or ask a cute girl out on a date? Get in, that could help you, so have no fear. Here's the advice, whether you're straight, bi, or queer. Don't worry about it, you're at the right place. Get over here and sit on her chair. Oh, you're nasty. Oh, you're nasty. You went getting out to see us on your nasty. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of You Nasty. I'm Karen Casillas, and this is my podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, safe sex and getting tested, the importance of that in today's society. And today I have my guest. Hi guys, um, my name is Bridget Martinez. I've known Karen since this these two past semesters. Yeah. <laughs> I first met you last year in... Um, the orientation. Yes. The new student orient or the transfer student I'm orientation. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I have a really good memory when it wants nice. to be good. But yeah, and so that's how we met, and now I'm on her podcast. Yeah. And then also, uh, Bridget has her own podcast too. Uh, we're going to give more information about that at the end. Okay. That cool. way, like, awesome. You know, it's, it's cool. <laughs> uh, so today, I just feel like things have changed, as in, like, sex is it's a little bit more open. Like, People are able to talk about it, mm-hmm. but I also feel like it's still, like, taboo. Like, it's still, like, down low, keep it to yourself kind of thing. Definitely. So, I know you're in a relationship, yes? Yes, I am in a relationship. Okay. Yes. So, have you guys... I did get tested. Um, I've gotten tested before this, my current relationship. Um, I've always been tested after uh, being sexual with uh, yeah. my partners. Um, I think it's a great thing. Um, it doesn't hurt to get tested because you honestly never know. I mean, the person could be honest, could, you know, quote unquote, be honest with you. And then it turns out they're not. And then you catch something and it's just a mess. And that hasn't happened to me before, but I always figured it's just better to get tested. And so with my current relationship, um, the first thing I did was get tested once um, we became sexually active. And he didn't get tested just because I don't know. I think he's like lazy about that kind of stuff. He's like, no, I'm sure I don't have anything. I'm like, okay. So I got ta- I got tested. I didn't have anything. Yeah. So it was that was kind of like, well, if I don't have anything and we've been together already, then you probably don't have anything. But I do advocate always check yourself after you change like sexual partners. It's yeah. always good to do that. Okay. And like the first time that you got tested. Was it nervous? Like, was it nerve wracking for you? Or yes, um, I think the first time I got tested was when I was eighteen. I want to say after my first being with my first um, actual, um, like, serious relationship. I would say um, it was kind of nerve wracking because it was my first time being there, and I had no idea um, what the outcome would be. Because you know, a lot of these um, things that you could catch you don't really feel the symptoms. So you can't really just sit there and be like, hey, I might have this because I feel like this. Like, those symptoms don't usually come until, like, it's getting a little too late, you know, to do anything about it. But it was kind of nerve-wracking. I was by myself, too, um, but I went to Planned Parenthood. I got it done there, and um, they just make you feel, like, really calm about everything. They told me that we'll give you a call if anything is wrong, and if we don't give you a call, then nothing's wrong 
And so I didn't ever get calls back, callbacks from them. But um, it's always nice to just, even though it is nerve-wracking, to go in there because it's for yourself. It's for your own good. I mean, you could be out there, you could have as much fun as you want, but you got to check yourself and you got to, you know, stay protected if that's something that you want to do. Okay. And then I assume, like, safe sex, you guys practice that, like, condoms and all that. Yes. Like, that's a big... Yes. I am on birth control. Um, I've been on... Well, I started birth control um, December of, like... I don't know if this is too much information, but whatever. I started (laughs) birth control December of, like, 2016, I think. Okay. We had just been dating um, for, like, a month, and I got onto the depot shot... It was, like, the worst experience of my life. Um, I don't know. Sometimes it works for people. It didn't work for me. Um, I started getting really depressed, and it looked like I was gaining a lot of weight. And the Because you take, for Depo, you take one shot, and then that is okay. You, like, have it for three months, but then you have to go and get another shot. So I did one round of Depo. was terrible. Um, and after that, I decided I wanted to get on the pill. So I got on um, just regular birth control pills, so much better now. And we still use condoms okay. because it's – you never know. Yeah. And honestly, I don't want a kid right now. <laughs> like, yeah. I have baby fever because I know a lot of people that are pregnant right mm-hmm. now and a lot of people, you know, Instagram and, like, all the social medias, you see cute little babies. Oh, but it's yeah. like, no, no, <laughs> that's way later <laughs> in my life. Not right now. I know. I have um... – Seven, it's going to be seven nieces and nephew, well, a nephew, and then the rest are all nieces. But, uh-huh. And my brother's expecting his first kid, and I'm always like, oh, babe. But I'm like, I don't yeah. need a baby. <laughs> like, no, we don't need one, I, Karen. I just hold it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't need one. You know, I get I get that parent experience with my siblings' kids. You oh, know? yeah. So, and I'm just Definitely. like, okay, you're cute. Once they start crying, okay, go back to your parents. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, I can take care of your kid, but as soon as they're going to start crying or whatever, like, it's not my kid. Like, yeah. Here it's you like, go. Not my job anymore. Like, I'm just the aunt, the yeah. cool aunt. But, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, so I want to, going back to the getting tested, I feel like, mm-hmm. um, I was trying to write an article. I can't really find the statistics on how many people are getting tested now, but mm-hmm. do you think, like, some people don't want to get tested because they feel embarrassed Oh, yes, tested? definitely. Um, I honestly felt like that, too. Um, before I, the first time I got tested, I felt, well, first of all, I felt kind of scared because, um, you know, you're, you're a stupid kid and you're in high school and you don't, half the time you don't really know what the hell you're doing, you know, with either your partner or whoever it is that you're hooking up with. And so um, I had that experience and it just kind of scared me because I didn't, I wanted to know, but at the same time, I didn't want to know in case Mm -hmm. it was something bad, but I figured might as well just go get it checked. And I talked to some friends about it and they were like, I mean, we honestly don't think you have anything like, but it's better to just go in and get yourself checked. But yeah, I know a lot of people who would, you know, feel embarrassed, especially if they have a lot of um, sexual partners they might not want to, like, keep showing their face there wherever they're going to get checked. But honestly, their jobs as professionals is to get you checked. Like, they provide the test for you. They give you the results. They're just kind of like the messengers. They're not there to judge you. They're not there to think that you're a terrible person because you have multiple sexual partners. Like, that's not their job. Yeah, safe zone. Big safe yes, zone. Yes, it's a huge safe zone. And shout out to the um, the health center here Mm -hmm. on campus i've been there um a few times for different reasons and um i have been tested there once and it was safe like i walked in and they were really nice and super friendly and i did what i had to do to get tested and then 
they um they didn't call me back because I didn't have anything, but you know they were just really friendly there. Yeah, and then so we we have you know for listeners and stuff. I'm assuming some of them go here, mm-hmm. so we do have a health center for them to get checked. Like, do you have more information yes. on that, or um, I do. Can look up on um, I think that you could. Well, it's included in like your tuition if you go here to get checked. Um, I honestly can't remember if it is free or not, like free within your tuition or not, but you can get tested for like um, chlamydia, I think, just your basic like um, diseases that you can get, you know, with not being safe when you're sexually active. I think they also do um, HIV tests. I think you do have to pay a certain amount of money. I don't want to give you guys the wrong amount, so I'm not going to say, but you do have to pay something. But you do, you are able to get um, HIV tested there as well. Um, you could even, I think, get on birth control there. Okay. And they have free condoms. So, like, yeah. you could walk in, you could grab a handful and walk out. Like, I mean, it's free, so. It's free, yeah. Everybody loves the word free. Exactly. <laughs> um, how long did you wait to get tested? Like, the first time you had sex? and. Um, let's see, let's see. Well, the first time I was sexually active... Um, and I went to go get tested. Mm, I waited a while. I want to yeah. say I waited like two years to oh, get whoa. tested. Yeah, it was a long time. Just because, like I said, when you're a stupid kid in high school, you don't think it's going to happen to you. You don't think anything wrong will happen with you or to you. And so that was kind of my mindset. And um, finally, once I – it was my freshman year here in college. After talking to some friends about it, they were they had all been tested. They knew the routine, like – they just kind of helped me um, realize that, well, shit, maybe it is time that yeah. <laughs> I go get tested. Like, and I did, and everything was fine. And um, from that first time that I got tested, I practiced safe sex, and um, I still got tested after every sexual partner. Not that there was a lot or anything, but I still got tested. Yeah, after. I mean, it's better to be safe than sorry. Exactly, know? exactly. Yeah, because I'm reading here um, a question that people ask mm-hmm. uh, how long to wait before getting tested. And it says if you've had or want to start having sex, uh, vaginal, anal, or oral with a new partner without a condom, it's a good idea to get tested. Um, here's long after exposure, we can get a relatable test. Result mm-hmm. two weeks. So, yeah, I'm just reading from uh, onemedical.com. Like, that's what something that they put. But mm-hmm. So here's a question. Okay. <laughs> In your relationship, mm-hmm. who carries the condom? We both do. Yeah? I think, okay. yeah. Um, because we don't live together yet, and um, we don't see each other that often during mm-hmm. the week. I'd say, like, maybe three times a week because he lives an hour away. But I buy condoms, like, no problem, and I'll have some at my house. He buys condoms. He keeps them at his house. Um, And then when I go get, uh, before I would have to go every like six months to get updated on my birth control, but now it's just every year. So basically when I get checked up, you know, to make sure that I'm doing okay, I'm getting my new, my prescription for my birth control, and then they'll ask if I want condoms, and I go to Planned Parenthood, and they'll give me a bag full of condoms. Nice. Yeah, so then we'll split them up and be like, (laughs) here, you take half, I take half, and we're good to go. But we, we don't go without yeah condoms no. okay because i always feel like it's oh like it's such a um i don't want to say stereotype it's like such a what's the word i'm like looking it's for? weird for people you know yeah. like if for if the woman has a condom god forbid like 
<laughs> what the hell? But no, it shouldn't be that way. It should be if you're sexually active and you care about like what happens to you in your body and what you contract or not, like carry condoms. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, in a lot of, um, I go to a lot of music festivals and at the music festivals, they'll hand them out like it's candy. Like here, take a condom. You have a condom. You have a condom because they know, you know, that teenagers or people having sex isn't just like men. It's women too. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know how to put one on, but (laughs) I have them. (laughs) I have them for my partner because he knows, but I don't. But it's it's always safe to carry some. Yeah, because people always assume it's like the guy's job. And it's like, I mean, maybe, but at the same time, it's like if you're both doing it, it takes two to tango. Might as well just. This is true. It's true. And I mean, it's the same thing for like, you know, like getting tampons or pads for the woman. Oh, my God. If the guy's getting it, they feel all weird and like. I mean, not all guys, but some guys just feel really uncomfortable with the idea of, like, going to a store and buying some something that your, you know, significant other needs if they're a woman. Like, they need that. They need tampons yeah. or they need pads, you know. And it's just, I don't know why society has made it so weird. It, they have. For these roles, like, guys have to buy the condoms and have to have them. And girls have to buy their own tampons and pads. Like, yeah. you know. It's so funny because, actually, I had a customer in... Uh, a middle-aged guy mm-hmm. and he was buying pads and stuff and I thought mm-hmm. I was like oh you're so sweet like that's really cute yeah you know, that it, he it shouldn't that. have to be like this huge you know thing like it should be normalized that hey I'm buying some you know tampons or whatever for my wife or like my daughter or something but for some people it's just I don't know it just makes them feel weird it grosses them out but then it's like but you're gonna put your penis in there so it's just like you know (laughs) like i don't understand what's more gross (laughs) buying the pad or you know (laughs) exactly i don't know it's like be thankful that she's on her period yeah that means she's not pregnant so you're not a dad you're not a dad yet but exactly i don't know um people are funny they are and then so being a um college student Mm -hmm. Do you know, like, all the different types of uh, protection there is? Yes, I would hope so by yeah. now. Um, okay. I took a sexual behaviors class my freshman year of high school, or not high school. Um, yeah, of here, well, at Stan. Not here, but from Oh, in JC. high school? Yeah. No, oh, JC. Community college. Okay, <laughs> JC, college, but JC, okay. Um, yeah, and so you actually learn a lot in those types of classes. Like, I mean, when I started that class, I was 17. Um, I didn't really know much about anything relating to that type of stuff um and then after taking that class I realized okay there's a lot of different types of contraceptions first of all for women that I didn't know about like the um the implant that you could get on your arm that's where I first learned about that um the IUD I think is that what like the little that yeah like plastic the little plastic thing that goes in um I learned about that, and then of course, you know, condoms and um, birth control, like different yeah, the types most of birth control. Ones. Yeah, depo, um, the pill, um, the patch. There's also like a yeah. patch. I don't know how, like, I don't know the sti- the statistics of how well that works. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I feel like, like with myself, like the patch would probably come off really easily. Like, I don't know. It's weird, but um, yeah. And so I learned about all of those safe sex ways there in that class yeah i just feel like for me at least the way i think about it i feel like the pill and condoms are way more safe i don't know maybe because getting a shot 
you know, or just a pat, Ugh. like, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know if I could trust that. It's weird, you know, because with the condom, obviously, if it's put on right and it doesn't break, it's, there's a safe bet, you know, that you're probably not going to get pregnant, you know. And if you're also on consistently on the pill, because for me in the beginning, um, I was consistent with taking it, but I've always had like a really weird um, menstrual cycle. Like it's always been super irregular. And then after I started realizing like it's getting, you know, like more, um, I don't know, what's the right word? More regularized, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, oh, with the pill? Yeah, with I've the heard pill. That. Yes, and it helps regulate your period really well because now I'm not a heavy flower at all. It's, I have it for like three, four days maybe, and then I'm off it. So I realized, okay, well, it's working for that. I'm not pregnant. You know, I'm. we're still using condoms, and they're not broken or anything. So this probably works, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and the statistics are pretty high for... For the condoms and the birth control and then the pill. Yeah. And I'm like looking up and I guess right here on mm-hmm. uh, zavamed.com, it mm-hmm. says there are about 15 different types of contraceptives, wow. which is insane. I never knew. I didn't I, know there was that know, many. <laughs> I know. Like you named like what? Seven? I think it's like seven. Yeah. Okay. So I knew about half. And of like them. those are the ones that I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm like curious and trying to see if I could find um like what else there is. Yeah. Cause I'm like, well, what else is there? Well, I knew there was a female condom. I was just about to say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's for oral sex. It's yeah. like you could use it for oral sex. Like, and they always come flavored because at the health center, <laughs> I mean, I only know this because I got it from the health center. <laughs> they have like these little baggies mm-hmm. where it's like condoms and then, oh, how do you know? like have sex the safe way and how to put on a condom and they give those little baggies out at the health center and they always include that female condom and it's like why like I took it out just for the you know the heck of it and like (laughs) it just smells weird it feels weird (laughs) did you you lick it (laughs) I did lick it okay and I was like this is not this wouldn't be pleasure like yeah. pleasurable, I think, for either of us. So I just threw it out. But I remember seeing it and it looked like honestly, it looked like a uh, rolled out um fruit roll up. Yes, it does look like a fruit roll up. And the one so I got weird. was purple and I was like, Oh my god, this is weird. Like I probably won't be using this. This is fine. But I mean, if you were to wanna use it, that is another way where you can have safe safe oral sex yeah because i brought that up once but it wasn't the female it was the male uh flavor condom oh and i had a group of friends say like why would you use that to you know like Mm -hmm. for oral oral sex and to me it made sense because it's like well so you don't get anything any disease yeah but to them it was kind of like they they had like this look like that doesn't make sense yeah so when i talked to it with another friend who um like, she's pretty informative of that stuff. Not, you know, not to say, like, oh, she has a lot of partners. But, like, you know, she likes learning that stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I talked to her about that, she was just like, that, why wouldn't you? Like, you're practicing safe sex, so mm-hmm. you don't catch anything from that person. You never right. know. So that's why it's like, there's no shame in using a condom when engaging in oral sex. Oh, like, yeah. There's there's no shame in that. Um, I've never done that. For oral, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never flavored well like flavored condoms no just because it, they just smell funky to me because the flavor i don't know it'll say like cherry or something i'm like oh no it probably won't taste <laughs> it's that like good. medicine cherry. it's like medicine cherry that's what it smells like to me so i'm like oh, i'm okay off that but this one time um i went into where is it Susie's. i think it's called it's like that um sex shop 
in Modesto. Never heard it's of like it. like downtown Modesto. We'll check it out if you guys are interested. But it's like downtown <laughs> Modesto um, area. And they it, they just sell a bunch of different, you know, sex toys and lingerie and whatnot. And I just went in with for the hell of it one time. And I found these glow-in-the-dark condoms. And they were so cool. <laughs> like, I bought a pack and it came with, like, four. And I was like, well, I want to see how accurate this is. Okay. And so me and my partner, we like use one and there's like special instructions like you have to put like some sort of light on it i don't know and so then we turned off the lights and we put it on and i mean you could it kind of glowed but it was still pretty cool i was like oh, okay well i didn't, just I didn't even know they made that <laughs> yeah they make a lot of weird weird stuff I but mean, yeah glow in the dark condoms that's you should at least try it once right mm-hmm. <laughs> don't knock it to try it <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's crazy um i'm trying to like see what else they talk about here mm-hmm. The pills, like the common one. Yeah. The male condom, female condom. Mm. Oh, I guess it, it offers 95% effective protection for pregnancy. Oh, that's well, there cool. you go. That's pretty high up there. So I guess you could use it when, like, vaginal intercourse. Like just condom? The female condom. Oh, the female condom. Yeah. Oh, I'm really? At, yeah, that's what it says. I'm like, whoa. Oh. As well as some protection against STIs. Nice. That's pretty high then. I don't know. They It does say that they are uh, more expensive compared to, you know, the original oh, ones. Oh, well, that's probably why they're not that common. Probably. Because, yeah, a lot of, let's face it, like if you're a college kid, and I'm this has, I had a friend tell me this once before, and it was ridiculous. But um, we were in high school, and she mentioned to me that her and, like, her boyfriend at the time were starting to have sex, right? So we were just talking about that, and then I asked her if she was being safe, and she kind of looked at me, and she was like, no. I was like, oh, girl, <laughs> what do you mean you're not being safe? And she was like, no, we – he just kind of pulls out. And so I kind of looked at her, and I was like, girl – like, why? Why aren't you using a con- a condom? And she's like, oh, well, they're expensive. Like, we can't afford them. I was like, oh, my God. Like, okay, I'm. Sh- there are many ways where you could get a condom. Like, yeah. you could go to Planned Parenthood. And honestly, I mean, I don't know. I've never done this before. But I would feel like maybe you could go just to get condoms. I think you can. Okay, that's like what they- I thought. Because I, I need to look it up, but um, I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, we were in high school, so, of course, in the nurse's office, they're not going to have yeah. condoms, like, here in college. But um, I just kind of looked at her like, there. that's not an excuse, you know, to, like, what happens if you get pregnant? Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I got pregnant because, like, I couldn't afford condoms. Like, girl, I mean, and I even told her, like, because I was working at the time, um, my senior year of high school, and I was like, you need like five bucks like <laughs> i have five dollars to give you for condoms and she she just didn't really care and i was like meh whatever then that's your that's on you i'll that's see your you. baby shower next time. yeah I'll see, I'll see you in nine months yeah oh man i feel bad <laughs> yeah that's crazy so okay so going back to the high school thing do you uh-huh. think high school should give out free condoms i think so i mean i wouldn't see it as them giving out condoms to, like, um, push, you know, students to have sex. Yeah. I don't see it that way. But they're going to do it anyways. Yeah, they're going to find one way or another. I mean, honestly, like, I, I mean, in high school, I was a nerd. Like, I didn't really do much of anything, you know. I only had, like, I, one sexual partner in high school. But um, 
still, I, I knew a lot of people that were, you know, very sexually active and they had sex like it was a normal thing, you know, and we were like 15, 16. And I mean, it was foreign to me, but for them to be able to have like a safe zone, like here that we have a safe zone here for them would make sense. But then again, you have to think about the fact that they're my, a lot of them are minors. And then I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that goes into that and all of that and i'm sure parents won't be happy but honestly it's like do you want your kid to end up on like 16 and pregnant yeah you're bringing that back by the way they are i am watching it i (laughs) i do talk crap about it but i do watch it also i watch every episode i just can't help it i don't know yeah i'm a i get it it is it's so funny because um well i can't watch the new ones because i'm over it Oh. Over the new ones, but the yeah. original ones, I'm like, I watch them. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's like a, I kind of grew up with them having their kid in a way. That's so what I, I thought it. too, like, because they still have Teen Mom 2, like the OG Teen Mom kind of watched it, not really, but Teen Mom 2 was where I, well, oh, I actually okay. watched them from their episode in 16 and Pregnant to now, and there's just so much drama and everything. I feel like if I don't watch, like, they're kind of my life because I've been watching them since I was, like, who knows how old and I have to keep up. But um, I actually read one time that uh, statistics showed that people that actually watched, like, those type of shows, like, were actually more aware of being, like, um, safe. safe, you know, when it came to anything that had to do with sex and being sexual. And I think that's a really good thing like I mean people talk down on these shows because they think they're dumb or like there's no real content to it you're just watching someone have a baby or like like glorifying teen pregnancy but that's not it I think their point is to show this is real this is happens do you want to end up like them because they and they have they do have a lot of problems you know like young parents like they have to go through a lot of stuff like I give them props but if you could save yourself from having to go through that you know, those obstacles, like, why Why wouldn't you? Yeah. I was going to even ask, I was like, did that show have an effect on you and, you know, keeping safe sex in mind? Yeah, I always kind of knew. I always knew I don't want to be pregnant, you know, in my um, teenage years or even in my young adult years. Like, I have, I've had a lot of plans since I could remember, and they've changed, but I've always known I want to put, like, my schooling and you know, start a career first before I have yeah. a child. So yeah. I knew condoms, mm-hmm. you know, condoms, condoms, condoms. Protection. And birth control. And when I finally decided to get on birth control, because, you know, it does mess with your hormones and stuff, like, and it did have a toll on me when I took the depo. But um, after I met my significant other right now, it's like I just kind of knew, okay, this is someone that I want to spend the rest of my life with. So... It's time to get on birth control because I'm sure that both of us don't want to be parents right now. Yeah, and that's understandable too. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost my train of thought because <laughs> I was just like, yeah. Um, oh, okay. So going back, so the whole high school kind of debate thing. Uh-huh. It's so. I don't know if I'm the only one that sees this, but like, I find it so like hard that they can't provide like you know condoms to to students, and I understand you know okay they're minors and stuff, but. Yeah. I believe you don't really have to be a certain age to buy a condom. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think that was, like, the first thing in sex ed in high school. The, yeah. The lady, I think she was from Planned Parenthood, and mm-hmm. um, that's what she says. She's like, honestly, you could be, like, a fourth grader and buy, and, you know, they don't I mean, they'll, they won't know. I mean, they could tell if you're really, really young, but, like, there's nothing that they can really, like, yeah. do about it, you know, and... 
that's some like the whole five dollars thing. Like if it's five dollars that you could take, you could get a little pack of condoms and you'll be safe. Like you'll yeah. be fine. It's really not an excuse to say that you can't afford it or you don't know where to get them or blah 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 because like yeah. there's a lot of outlets. So like and that's the thing where it's like, well, if you don't get carded for buying condoms, you know, then why should it be a big deal in a high school, you know? That's true. And then also it's really tough because there's shows like I'm going to put it out there, for example, Riverdale. <laughs> I don't uh, know if you've yeah. ever seen it. Mm-hmm. Um and they're like constantly have like there's always a scene in in the episode where they're getting it on and you're just like they're in high school. Yeah. You know, so then it's just like parents, like I understand, you know, they're conservative in the way religious believes this and that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just like you need to be a little bit more open-minded because they're going to, kids will find ways, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like it's always been, like you said in the beginning of the show, like it's taboo, but at the same time it's not taboo yeah. because we're all doing it. But we just... As a society, we just don't like really talking about it, which is really weird. And I feel like um, people from, you know, our generation right now, when they have kids or the kids that they have right now, that once they get old enough to start learning about these things, we're going to be very open-minded. Yeah. Like, super open-minded. Way more open-minded, I feel like, than our parents were with us when we hit that age where, like, you know, you start being attracted, you know, to people and you start thinking about sex and all of that because some parents I don't know feel embarrassed about it they don't I guess I don't know there could be a lot of reasons why they don't talk about it but like in high school that's really the peak where people begin to start exploring their sexuality and they begin to start you know having sex with other people and all of that stuff so why not make it known for them that like the whole safe zone thing again again like we know that it's happening maybe you're too young but you're doing it anyway so like at least be protected like, like here are resources you know? here are, here's information so you know what you're getting yourself into yeah and it's just like let's lower the stats on pregnancy and disease like you know stis and stuff like exactly that, you know? yeah because why not i mean i feel like um pregnancy rates are actually going down i feel like like i want to say from what i've been reading from like my sociology class and just in general um i think they are going down and that's a really good thing because it means like means of contraception are working yeah people are actually taking advantage of the fact that like they have goals they want to do things in life and not saying like if you get pregnant you're not going to be able to do anything again in your life it's just it's going to be harder gonna be harder for you so yeah why not take advantage of those resources exactly yeah and so i think that's why like places like planned parenthood are very important especially because they honestly have all the information mm-hmm. you know and it's, it's just the it's just um you know you getting there that's all it takes yeah you know definitely i mean if you're a kid in high school and you don't drive yet like you don't want your parents finding out you're going and all of this stuff. I, I would, would understand why it, it would be hard and, you know, insurance things. And then, like, your parents will see that you went to Planned Parenthood or mm-hmm. whatever. But um, I think there's actually a, like, when I, sometimes when I would make appointments, like, they would either bill you, like, in a different, it doesn't show up as, like, Planned Parenthood. Okay. It shows up as something else. And I think even, like, if, 
they text you or call you to remind you of your appointment, the number shows up as different. Like, it just says, like, doc. Like, oh. doc AS or something like that. Okay. And so sometimes even I would forget, like, if I were to go um, get my prescription refilled for my birth control, like, I'd get the call and I'm like, who is that? And then <laughs> I'd answer. I'm like, oh, okay, it's for my doctor's appointment, whatever. So, I mean, there's ways that they would be able to go. And I think they take patients starting from, like, 13 years old. Okay. Over there, I want to say. Yeah, like, so when you first, uh, either first got tested or, you know, started pra- practicing safe sex, mm-hmm. did you ever have that talk with your parents about that? Like, no. do they know? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No. Um, no. My parents are, well, they're very actually, they're open-minded in their own ways, but they've never been strict with me or mm-hmm. my brother. I have a younger brother. We, they've never been strict. Um, always kind of let us do whatever just because we were always kind of on the right path anyway. So it was like... Why not? But um, when it came to that, we never talked about it until, um, well, my mom talked about it, I guess, in the most basic sense you could, but would always kind of implement for me, like, it's always best to wait. Like, it's always best to wait until you get married. And I always knew, no, (laughs) I'm not going to wait until I get married. But I was never that kid that wanted to ha- start having sex like right away. young. Yeah. You know, that w- it never really interested me. Um, and it wasn't until, you know, I had my first kind of serious boyfriend and I was 18. And that's when I started becoming more, becoming more sexually active. And um, it just kind of got brought up by her because I think she already knew. I guess it's like a mother's intuition or something. I don't know. But she started having that talk with me and I was like... Uh, I guess I have to be open about it now. And so we talked about it, and in the state that we're in now, we talk about it freely, like openly. And so she knows, um, I mean, obviously she doesn't know, like, details, but she knows that we're both adults and we both make decisions and, like, we're both being safe. Yeah. And so that's that's all she needs to know, really. But at least she knows. At least we have that communication there. That's really good Mm because... I mean, and that's what I was going to ask because I think, like, the main question I'm very curious Mm -hmm. with on each episode Mm -hmm. is, like, did you have the talk? Were you given the talk? Like, how was it Mm -hmm. compared to siblings? Like, you have a brother. Right. Do you know if he's had the talk? I don't think he has either. I mean, like I said, my parents were just kind of, like, would kind of let us do whatever, and they weren't very strict. um, But I would hope that my brother, like, understands the whole point of contraceptives and understands that it's important to have safe sex and stuff. But I don't think they ever had, like, a serious... And he's never really had serious relationships to start Mm -hmm. with, so I don't think that has ever crossed my mom's mind or anything. Because it's my mom that does the talking. My dad will not talk about that with us, but my mom will. And I think, I guess, once he hits that point where he has a serious relationship and my mom knows, then she'll probably, like... Okay. Have a similar talk with him like she did with me. Yeah, and I find that really interesting because um, I had the talk with both my parents. Like, mm-hmm. my mom, you know, kind of like your mom, basically, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's better to wait. Yeah. Or, you know, you should wait. And, I mean, I was young, and I was just like, okay, like, I'll wait. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, I was naive. Like, I still right. am, but, you know, yeah. I know a little better. <laughs> but right. my dad, when we talked, he wasn't so, like... Um, you need to wait till marriage. It was more like you, you know, you do it when you 
or finally with the one that you want to mm. be. So kind of still kind of putting like, you know, when you're married, but not saying married. Right. You know? Right. And it's kind of like, it's just like, I don't know what, how to take both conversations and all, but, um, mm-hmm. cause I have two sisters and a brother. Mm-hmm. I'm the youngest. So, and, um, I know, like, I think with my brother, they were a bit more lenient on him. And it kind of gets my nerves because of the whole yeah. double standard, like, right. really um, kind of thing. That's why I'm curious. Is, like, has your brother had the talk? If so, do you know? Mm-hmm. Or would you be, like, open to having a talk with him? Oh, yeah. If he came up? Yeah. Yeah. My brother and I, uh, we're close, but when it comes to those type of topics, like, he'd probably just shy away from me and be mm. like, oh, you're dumb. And then, like, go in his room or something. Because um, he's only, like, a year and three months younger than I oh, am. Okay. So he's 19. But I feel like if he ever had questions, like, I want him to know that I am a good resource because, you know, my dad obviously won't – He, I don't know. He probably won't want to be open. But my mom would probably be yeah. a little bit more open and understanding. And um, she, she understands that, like – because they grew, they both grew up in Mexico, mm-hmm. and so obviously, it's totally different it's than it is different. here. Like especially just everything in general, and you know, my mom did wait until she was married, and it was to my dad, and so it was very traditional with her. But when it came to like talking to me and stuff, she understand, like she understood. She said, "Okay, I know that you're an adult and you're making your own decisions, but I want you to make good decisions when it comes to that." And I, I always told her, "Mom." If it's between me and my brother that's going to get pregnant, it's not going to be me. Mm-hmm. So if it's going to be one of us, it's going to be him that's <laughs> yeah. going to have, you know, a kid at a young age. I'm just saying. Like, I love him, but, like, it's not going to be me. But, yeah, so she always talked to – she would talk to us, you know, the basics and yeah. stuff. Never really wanted to go into detail, but she just kind of, like, goes with the flow. So she understands that kids nowadays aren't really – how they were when she was growing up. Yeah, it's so... Oh, yeah, no, my parents, you know, both Mexico, dated, married. Yep. And and it's so funny because I I remember growing up when my sisters started dating, I would be chaperoned, Mm. you know, because that's how they did it. Mm -hmm. And I think about it now, I'm like, um, if I have, you know, a boyfriend, I don't know if I'm going to want to take my nieces as a chaperone. Like, no offense, I love my nieces and all, but it's like, you know, date night, date night, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like, I won't know till it gets to that, to that, you know, path right. or whatever. Um, that's why I'm like, oh, that's so crazy. I always thought I was the only one who know. Oh, you know? no. Yeah. Like, um, what my mom would say, like, dating wise in Mexico, like, my dad would, she, like, where my mom or my grandpa lives, like, they have, like, these little benches outside of their, their house. And she would sit out there and wait for my dad. And then my dad would come. But, like her sisters would be around, Mm -hmm. you know, or her mom or her dad would be around. And all they would do is just talk, like, outside in the little bench. And then when I went, I haven't gone to Mexico in, like, five years. But the last time I went, I had cousins who had their boyfriends. And same thing, like, my aunt and uncle would be outside, and then their little sister would be running around, and they would be sitting, like, on a bench, and they would just talk. Like, that's going on a date for them. Like, they don't really go out to a restaurant and see a movie and then, like, spend the night at each other's house or something. No. Like, they they do not do that. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird, especially growing up here and seeing the the complete opposite and then going there and it's like, wait, like, you guys don't, like, go out to eat together? And, like, oh, we do, but we bring 
so and so, and I'm like, parents. oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. same with me. I would, you know, little sibling following their older siblings. You know, I mean, yeah. it was cool because I get like free popcorn. And stuff. Exactly, we you get, get free movies. stuff. <laughs> but now that you're at that age, you're like, ooh, do I really want? Yeah, my little, you know, sibling or like niece or nephew yeah. following me. No. Yeah, and so, um, are you the oldest? Yes, yep. I am okay. the oldest. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because I was, I was like, did you ever chaperone for anybody? But no, no, no. Oh, okay. I have not chaperoned. Um, my brother doesn't date. I well, I don't know. He's very secretive with his life, so I have That's no like idea. My brother. <laughs> yeah, we have no idea what's going on. But um, no, I never have for him. And like, I have younger cousins and stuff. But I feel like even if like their parents were to ask me, like, can you chaperone them? I would be kind of like the cool cousin. Like, hey guys. Yeah. I'll pick you up in, like, three hours, but yeah. I'm not going to hang around here. Yeah. Because, like, I guess I would trust them. And I'd be like, well, if you're going to make safe decisions, if you're going to make decisions, make sure that they're safe. And exactly. I'm always very open when it comes to that type of stuff. Like, I have younger cousins that will sometimes ask me, like, just generally about all kinds of things. And I'm, like, super open with them, and I talk to them about everything. So I'd want them to know that, like, they can trust me. They could come to me for questions, but if you're a va- if you're at a certain age where like you should be cool with just going on a date with someone and I'll pick you up in like two hours or something, then I'm not gonna like chaperone you. Yeah, you should know better at that point. <laughs> <laughs> cool, that's a- that's really awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's like keeping my cousin out. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, darn it, that's my question. <laughs> um. I'm just trying to go back to, like, our topic because I feel like we kind of trailed off it. Uh-huh. Oh, what was my question? Before, well, I think it was about high school. And yeah. after that, I think we trailed off. I don't know. Yeah, I think we trailed off after that. I'm just trying to think, like, oh, my God. Should I just write it down? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really can't remember it. I think because I got so excited about the whole Mexico. I know, yeah. Thing talk, I'm just like, oh, my God. Um, hmm, I can't think of it, but, Mm -hmm. so, you know, I know that you don't want kids right now, and, you know, that's fine, Mm -hmm. and everything, um, now I remember what it was, but I'll ask her. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, when, in the future, you know, when you finally, you know, end up, you know, having kids, and, Mm -hmm. you know, and all, how are you going to, like, handle... Oh, it's going to be amazing, okay? It's going to be a lot of fun for me. Because like I said, I'm a very open person when it comes to really anything. So I feel like, I mean, age-wise, I don't know when I probably start talking to them about sex. Uh, Maybe like 14 or so. Um, But maybe I'll just like sit down with them and just be like, okay, well, what do you guys know about all of this stuff? And if they are willing to tell me, then I'd be like, okay, well... I'll tell you what I know, and I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'd like give them condoms, yeah. but like I'd probably talk to them about it and be like, if you need any type of resource for anything, if you have questions, I, I am here, you know, to answer them because, like I said, with my parents, it was kind of more closed off a little like bit, navigating, like navigating around the subjects and stuff, and they kind of like just assumed that I knew, I guess, but with if I ever have kids in the future, I would want them to know that, like, I'm your mother, but that doesn't mean that you have to be scared to come talk to me about it. Like, we will talk about anything and everything, and even if it's bad experiences they've had or 
with that type of stuff or good experiences, whatever it is, I would want them to tell me. I mean, they don't have to tell me detail by detail, but I would want them to feel like they can trust me. Okay, nice. Mm. I know, because I always thought, like, man, like, if I have kids, I don't know, not that I'd be really close. I want to be as open as possible with right. them. Um, but it's like, I think I would be more scared because it's like, what if I don't even know the answer? Right. It's like, uh, <laughs> but you'll have your phone, you yeah, know. I, you, could, who, you could Google who knows, it. Yeah, who knows what we're going to have yeah. by that point. But, I mean, just the basic questions, like, I don't know. Or, if, or you know, if they start dating or if they start wanting to date or start, you know, you could kind of tell that they're hitting that age and that's a perfect time, you know, mm-hmm. to explain to them and to tell them everything you know, you know. And, like, I would want to share my experiences with them as well so that they could, like, I guess learn from my stupid mistakes that I made when I was younger and to also understand what it is to be, like, in a healthy, good relationship and to still, you know, be protected and stuff. Okay. And then um, also, I was going to say, I was like, then hopefully, you know, we still have, like, Planned Parenthood or, you know, something more. I would hope so, yeah. Because yeah. that's really important. Like, I even think, like, I kind of want to take my nieces there, you know. I mean, I have a 13-year-old niece, and she's still kind of, like, she doesn't really care about mm-hmm. dating and stuff. She's very, like, you know, into her own stuff. And, yeah. And I think that's awesome. Because um, mm-hmm. it's just, like, you have your whole life to, you know, being an adult. You really um, do. Yeah. yeah. So enjoy your youth as much as possible. And, um, but like, I don't know how open my sister is with her. I know that she's had certain talks and stuff, but, mm-hmm. um, like if she were to come to me, I, I feel like I could, I feel like I could Google stuff for you, but <laughs> right. um, I'm not, I don't have the degree yet. You know, I don't have all that. I could try to give you the basic information that I know myself, but mm-hmm. if you want, I'll just give you right to Planned Parenthood and we can all like have a talk. Right, yeah, and I'm sure, I think they do that, you know, even if you just want to explore your options or just kind of get more information on general topics over there, like, you can. You can just go over there and make an appointment, and I'm sure that they'll help you out. Yeah, and so, like, what advice would you give to, let's say, a listener who's starting their freshman year here? In college? Yeah, and that's never really been exposed to sex and stuff. Hmm, I don't know. Um, (laughs) Let me see. Well, I guess I would say that um, considering it's their freshman year, you know, they're going to get exposed to a lot of different things. um, But, I I mean, I was never part of the party culture Mm -hmm. here. I mean, is there even a party culture? I don't know. But um, I never went to parties here or anything, (laughs) or I never partied at all. But I know that that's, that's a culture, you know, that they, if they were to get into, they would probably be exposed more to being sexually active there than anywhere else, I would say. Um, but just be smart, you know. Be selfish. Think about yourself when it comes to being with the partner, you know. Like, yeah, you could get caught up in the moment and, like, it's your freshman year. What if you meet a senior, they like you, blah, 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 all of that stuff. Just, like, be aware that... Sometimes people aren't always looking for a relationship and sometimes they just want to hook up. So that's one of the things I would advise them on and just, you know, carry condoms with you if you feel like you will be sexually active and just kind of be smart with the partners that you choose. And, you know, when it comes to, um, like, adding other, like, you know, substances in there, like drinking and stuff, that could be a whole different mess. So just kind of 
be safe with the people that are around you and just be aware of things like, you know, if things get put into your drink yeah. and stuff like that. Because you would definitely don't want your first sexual experience to be something have, you can't remember. You can't remember and it's traumatizing and it's going to be yeah. like a negative effect for you. So just, you know, be smart and just be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. And then also consent. Like, yes. yes. Consent is a big, big thing because there, and I, I like that now um, more people are starting to actually understand what consent is mm-hmm. because I feel like before it was just kind of like, oh, yes or no. But it's way more than that. Like, yeah, you could say you don't have to out straight out say no, but sometimes body language can mean no. Sometimes saying things like maybe later or like, I don't know if I really want to right now. That is no as yeah. well. Yeah. You know, so just because this is your first year in high or in college and you want to like, you know, be out there on your own and stuff, like don't feel like you need to get pressured into those things like no one's gonna no one's gonna look at you differently if you've never had sex or if you've had sex a million times okay like we're all here to just get our degree (laughs) and just get out that's all we care about (laughs) that's the only d we want (laughs) the only d i want is my degree okay like i don't need anything else but yeah i guess that's the advice i would give someone yeah and that's good advice like i'm just like that's really good and also Mm -hmm. like you know and reminder like you said the health center we have yes resources here on campus you know we do have resources we have the health center um if you experience something that's um negative traumatic um just a terrible situation that you're in we also have the psychological counseling services here they are amazing they're great i've been there before um and there's just a lot of things here. You know, we also have Title IX here in case yes. something does go mm-hmm. wrong. Um, and there's just a lot of resources. And, you know, don't be afraid to um, to also, you know, rely on friends that you actually trust and would help you, you know. Like, even if it's just communicating about something that happened or just wanting advice about, you know, I really like this guy or this girl and I really feel like we might take the next step and I've never been in that position before what what would happen what's going to go on and just rely on people that you know can really help you in those situations yeah and then we also have a stand together like oh what's stand together stand together it's kind of it's like uh I want to say they're like a branch with title nine but okay it's uh they talk about you know like rape you know Mm -hmm. um physical abuse emotional abuse Mm -hmm. and stuff and I feel like I Maybe they might have a bit more information, like, on um, sexual abuse and stuff yes. like that. Mm-hmm. So it's more, like, for traumatic and stuff like that. But yeah, um, but that's also somebody, like, that's a group of people you could talk to. and Exactly. You know, they're really nice and friendly. And they just want to help those who yeah. want help. And I think Stan, Stanislaus is a really great um, place. And it's a safe zone, you know, for people that are, you know, LGBTQ mm-hmm. or just anyone in general. Like, there's a lot of resources that can help you for any type of problem you have really so if you want to get tested here and you're a student you totally can go take a walk to the health center if you've been through something traumatic you know stand stand together the psychological counseling yeah. services you yeah. know could really help you yeah, especially because i yeah like you said i think like it's more cheaper for students and stuff yes. So take advantage of that like if you have the opportunity to do that go mm-hmm. for it like don't yeah back on that and i mean it's already included in your tuition anyways if you go here like same thing with um if you go you know see a therapist here on campus like you don't have to pay an extra fee it's already taken out of your tuition Mm -hmm. so even if you're just under stress or you just have questions about 
sex or anything, really. You could just make an appointment and they're there to help you with anything that you have. Yeah. And there's no shame in it, too. Like, Mm-mm. there's, n- yeah, like, I think that's like the one thing to stretch out is like, there's never any shame. Like, there shouldn't be shame. No. You know? And anything. Like, if you're scared to go get tested, well, don't. Because if you don't want to share it with anyone, you don't have to. Yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to see you and be like, oh, so and so was at the health center. They don't know what, I mean, like, no one knows what you're there for except you and the staff. Yeah. And you just go in, you get tested, you get out, and if, you know, you have something, they'll contact you, and if you don't, then you can move on with your life. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. And that's really cool. Um, trying to think. I had another question. (laughs) I'm always, because I'm so, like, engaged, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. In the conversations, yeah. yeah, I feel you. It's really, it's like... I'm really excited. Um. <laughs> I'm the same way. That's why I have to write everything down. Or else I know, I'll forget I it. Forget, and I don't and my pen and stuff is over there, and I'm like, eh. that's too far. <laughs> um, I feel like we covered like a pretty good amount of stuff. Yeah, I had a qu- I had another question while mm-hmm. we were chatting, and I totally just forgot it. Was it about testing? I think it had to do with like testing. Mm-hmm. I just can't remember what. Darn it. Well. Oh, no, it was still about consent. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, so, uh, okay, so like you said, consent is very important. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the listeners out there um, know that you have the only person who can give consent is basically you yep. yourself, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. And um, that goes for male and female, yes. I believe, because I feel like it's not talked about a lot that uh, males don't give consent or like you know like stuff like that yeah and i mean i think it's sad that we live in a culture where you know if a male doesn't want to have sex they're looked at like is something wrong with you yeah kind of thing because like for some reason we always think that men are like sex crazed all the time and they always want sex and again the condom thing yes the con goes back to the condom thing and it's just like um no you know like sometimes women want sex as much as I mean, we're all humans here. Like, I don't understand why there has to be, like, a fine line between mm-hmm. the two. But, um, yeah, I mean, there are times, like, let's say I get home or something and I'm in the mood and my partner's not in the mood. And, he, like, we're very open when it comes to that. And so he'll be like, hey, babe, you know, I'm really tired. Like, I worked all day and I just kind of want to rest. Okay, move on with our night. And then there are other days where he's in the mood and I'm just really tired and I'll say the same thing or I just kind of like, maybe later. And he understands that. And he's like, okay. And then we move on with our day. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to get more complicated than that. When there's a pro, when there starts being a problem is when you're like pressuring your partner. And even though you're together, that doesn't mean that you automatically will have consent, like give consent. Yeah. You know? And, and those of you who like, what's the word I'm looking for feel like you have to like say yes you don't have to say yes it's your body you do what you want like exactly and your partner if they can't see that then that's something they need to deal with or that you guys need to talk to about because yeah you know yeah you you're the only one who has control of your body exactly and communication is key a really big key in um this because like um I totally lost my train of thought. What was I saying? I'm looking at my world. I know, right? I'm like, oh. Um. <laughs> Crap. I don't know. Um. Well, yeah, just communication in general is just a, a really good thing to have in a relationship because 
you don't want to be that that person who you're looking back in like those situations and you're thinking man was I pressuring you know my partner like was I making them do something that they you know don't want to do and I'm sure that that's not a good feeling to have and so it doesn't even matter if you're with your partner and you are literally going at it and you just don't want to anymore you know like you have the right to say no and you you have the right to say babe I'm like I'm not feeling this anymore Mm -hmm. and they as your partner should understand that yeah and if like you said if they don't understand that something needs to be changed because that could be traumatizing you know for the other person yeah exactly and then um same with getting tested I think like Mm -hmm. if you're in a relationship have the talk get tested together like you know yes I mean, make, don't make it a date. I mean, right. unless you want. I mean, let's go on a date to plan. No judgment. Go for it if you want. <laughs> right. I mean, that'd be a cool date idea. It's an but interesting one. <laughs> it's um, it's something that you know should you should do that. Like, yeah. and it's yeah, you could trust the person all you want. You know, like oh, I I highly doubt that they have anything, and we're just starting up, and it's an awkward you know conversation to have. No, like I told my partner that I have right now, like I'm gonna go get tested. Um, I think like not even a month after we had been together and he was like, okay. And I asked him, have you been tested? Just kind of like, no, I'm like, well, we're going to find out when I go, like if you have something or not then. And I went, everything was clear. And so, you know, that cleared him out yeah. too, but you still should have that conversation, no matter how awkward you may think it's going to be in the end, you want to save yourself and that other person too. So it's not hurting yeah. anyone to get tested. Yeah. So, yeah, there's no shame in it in having that talk and getting tested and all. Like, mm-hmm. it, at the end, it's going to benefit you guys both. So Right. And if your partner doesn't want to get tested, no matter how much you talk about it or whatever, then that's maybe another <laughs> something yeah. else you should talk about. Yeah. Because if someone doesn't want to get tested that badly, I don't know. There might be something fishy there. But, yeah. I mean... For some people, like with my relationship, my significant other, just he never did it just because it never really crossed his mind, you know? And I feel like it's more, I mean, both men and women should get tested, but I feel like it, there's more pressure on women for some reason, you know, just because sex in general for women and how we're portrayed is just terrible. But um, yeah. So I feel like there was more pressure for me as a woman to, I'm well, I should go get tested, blah, blah, blah. But then if my partner's not getting tested, it's like, well, why? And they say, like, well, it never occurred to me to do it because they're male. It's like, well, that's kind of crappy. But, you know, at least one of us got tested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that that's it for now. Cool. So thank awesome. you again for... Yeah. No problem. For, it was fun. This, I know. I was like, this is so interesting. <laughs> uh-huh. um, love to have you on future episodes if you want Yes, to. I will be back, hopefully. And then also, don't forget to check out uh, Bridget's pe- podcast. Yes, I have a podcast here. Um, it's called Let's Talk About Blank. And the blank part is just a filler, I guess, for whatever I want to talk about that week. Sometimes it's <laughs> to talk about a specific band, and other times it's um, interviewing bands. So I interview local bands. And, yeah, it's just a music-based podcast. So if you guys like music and stuff, that's... A good one to check out, too. Yeah, and you can find it on... Uh... KCSS.net, and um, we have our page, like our little page thing for podcast, and my podcast is right there. So you can yeah. just click it and look at all my episodes. And I'm going to see if I could like, put the link in mine, too. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, but yeah. So thank you guys again for tuning in to uh, Unasty. Hopefully this was informative for you guys. Hope you guys learned something, you know, and also try to uh, comment too, like questions and stuff. I'd be down to do another episode on oh, this yeah, with definitely. way more uh, yes. resources and stuff. Um, so, yeah, keep that in mind. And, yeah. Yeah. Thank awesome. you, guys. Thank you. <laughs>